broadcasting in HD Radio. Worldwide. 24 365. Mobile app powered. Giddy Loud Radio. I'd be on the show. Why would you let you be on the show? Anyone can call for the show. You need to go somewhere. Anyone. It's not about. Hey, Auntie, who asked you to enter this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck went around. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this episode are solely those of the author involved and do not necessarily represent those of the Rants Show, Radio, or What the Heck Man. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What the Heck Man Rants. I do this for real as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that? <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that all-important question. How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you glad? Are you happy to be alive? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend soon to be divorced, husband, sister's wife, that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. As I was saying, as I was saying, as I was... I, I don't really know where this song is going to go. But I will say... Okay, I'm done. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, what's popping? What's good? What's good? Um, First, I want to say thank you for being here at this time. Because I know this is not our regularly scheduled time. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I had to go adult... One time for the one time. So um, thank you for being, you know, some real ones. Um, but as usual, I am not here by myself. Um, I have the ever so amazing and super. Um, I want to give her one compliment, but I have to give her the compliment uh. off air first. And then if she accepts it. <laughs> Then I'll start using it um, no, on the show. Yes, you've, already, you've, already, but, you've already said it, so you have to continue. Now, nope, 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 nope. You don't have my consent. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. I'm doing. I'm slapping my rings together, by the way. This is your drum roll. I thought those were your nails. You know, your long nails. Whoa there. My nails are not <laughs> long. I was actually looking at them earlier, and I was like, they look so, like, nice and, like, cut and taken care of anyways ladies and gentlemen the what i don't know why i'm really super hyped about your intro today but we'll be in the it's building um because you miss me that's why it's okay i get i mean maybe we're supposed to talk last week but we didn't get a chance to so um yeah somebody went to dc without me but it's okay god is beginning okay, you don't want to know how dc went it's okay don't worry <laughs> You see what happens when you go out without me? Things like this. Um, but say what's up to people. What's up, y'all? So it's been quite a weekend. And I'm happy <laughs> that today is Monday and that it's the ranch show time. I get excited every time, you know, we're about to start this show. Because it's like, you know, it's just like a, a, a getaway, you know, where we can just talk and express. And be in the moment and not think about the 5,000 things that we did at work or that we got to do X, Y, Z. So I'm happy to be here. We appreciate you. Um, so do tell, how was the weekend? It was... Um, <laughs> okay, let me, let me just drop some gems real quick. So... Mm. <laughs> I gotta get my notepad. So, for those of you who want to know, or even if you don't want to know, I'm gonna tell you because I want to share. So, I went to DC for a vendor event. It was called Women in the Arts Pop Up Shop Weekend, right? Put on by this brand called DC Swim Week, and they were like, "It's our third year. 
you know, we have all these vendors it's in Georgetown, 1500 expected 1500 attendees, blah, blah, blah. It was, you know, it was great from what they advertised and marketed, right? And there were so many vendors that were signed up. So I go to DC. It was a three-day event. You could sign up for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I just signed up for Saturday. I left early in the morning on Saturday by like 1 a.m. Got to DC by like 8. And set up time for this vendor show was supposed to be by 10 o'clock, right? So we went, me and my friend who I drove with, we got some breakfast, whatever. We go to, to by 10. Tell me why. They're like, oh, the, the the store is not open. The The facility is not open. We're waiting for the manager to come open the door. So that already, I was like, so you guys sent us an itinerary that said we should be here by 10. And you're telling me that the person who's supposed to open the store is not here. So we waited for literally an hour and a half for the store to be open, right? So that was just like, okay, I was thinking maybe, you know, God, maybe you're just, you know, playing tricks on me, right? So we had to end up rushing to set up. All the vendors had to set up. The space was super confined. The space was not was was not what they advertised. It was just a lot of BS. So the gem that I'm dropping is that if you're ever planning an event, please do not promise please do not write please do not state anything that you cannot deliver on because it is a tragedy do not do it it's better to just say we can't do this or this is not what it is than to embellish because when it comes to the time of the event and you have a lot of pissed off attendees and vendors no one's going to patronize your event ever again and now you have a terrible image you know, associated with your brand. And so I was very upset on Saturday because I drove long hours and I paid a vendor fee and I expected a great experience because that's what they said. And that's what they boasted that they've done this for three years. And that's what all the other vendors were expecting. And all of us were just mad. Like all of us were just upset because it was completely ridiculous, just unorganized, poor um so please if you're gonna plan something plan it well because attention to detail matters <laughs> <laughs> um well i'm sorry you went through that because that's mutual annoying um especially because i knew you were like planning to go Exactly, I was planning, and uh, and even though but, I know, was kind of butthurt that you went without me, I feel bad now. Um, exactly, so, you feel bad for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> it's, um, well, I'm glad you. Well, how was the event outside of you know the beginning part of it? Was I know it was like kind of annoying, but like, did it? Did you guys no, get that's some what value I'm saying. Out of it? Like, it was garbage. Like, it was in this shop called Orate New York that sells like jewelry. And the way they had explained it to us was like, we have the whole shop. Like, we're all, it's a whole shop to ourselves. We get there, the shop is still operating. So, the front of the shop is still doing their shop things. They sell jewelry. They like smashed us. Like, 
there were like 10, 12 vendors smashed behind the main wall. So there's like this wall. When you look from the outside in, there's a wall that says, all right, New York. We were behind that wall. So from the street, you couldn't see that there was vendors inside the store, right? You couldn't mm. see anything. And then they had some vendors upstairs. And so it was just like the traffic was minimal. Like people did not come in that shop. And I was like, what is going on? Like, it was just not a good experience. The only good thing I would say is that I got to connect with the other vendors and, you know, talk to them and share information. That's the only good thing. Well, I mean, at least it was some... I'm trying to do this, like, see the upside thing in 2019. I just told you the upside. I met. I mean, I know, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I understand. I was trying to say that I was hoping that in me saying that it didn't take away from your experience in that you still thought it was annoying. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I meant. Um, well, a lot happened since the last time we were here. Um, yeah. Manchester United did me proud um, and won. I saw you tweeting like a madman. Wow. Wow. What a betrayed. Guys, don't believe, don't believe what she says because I, I don't believe tweet it. like a mad person. I, I, tweet, I tweet like a very passionate person, okay? Um, I'm very passionate about a few things in life. Um, and my team, Manchester United, is one of those things because a lot of things in this world stress me the fuck out and Manchester United most times does not. So, therefore... That's why I get a little intense. Um, anybody that's ever watched a game with me in my house, when Manchester United, I've made enemies watching my team play. Because if we're playing, you say some shit that doesn't support how I feel, or you don't have positive energy about my team winning, I will fuck you up. And more than likely, we will never be friends anymore. So, Relax. Relax. I mean, I'm just saying. Because... That's how some so people not, do. So if I was if I was saying some shit about your team, you gonna fight me? You gonna fight me? Oh, Jesus, Lord! See, I'm not gonna fight you because you're a woman, but <laughs> I will get you back, and it's not gonna be pretty. Um, but in everything though, that's not the most important piece of you know what happened in the last week. Um. First thing, I think this happened early last week, but um, did we talk about Jesse Smollett getting indicted? Last week we talked about, was it last week or the week before? We talked about him, and we talked about the situation, but we didn't talk about the indictments. So, I actually wanted to talk about that right quick. So, he gets indicted. He's facing 16 counts. And 64 years. So, Isn't that what they said? I mean, well... This is the thing. This is the other part. I I feel this in two ways. Um, I am not a fan um, of social media, like not social media, but like like the media as a whole, trying to like turn every narrative into like this is happening because it's a black guy. And I'll explain. Um, Okay. A lot of times, all of these superstars are facing that many years. That's standard. Mm-hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. if you're going by the letter of the law, you're facing, like, when you're charged with all of what he was charged with, you're facing that amount of time. Are you going to get taken away for that much time? No. But, like, th- it's the, the truth is, like, oh, this is how many years you can face. Someone like Bobby Schmurder, all right? When he was going to jail, he was facing up to, like, 40-something years. But, like, he's on, he's coming out. He's due for parole at the end of 2020, and he's been in jail since 2016 or 15. Um, so, like, the first thing you see is, like, oh, the headline, he's been indicted. But, like, why for 64? Why could he be facing up to 64 years? I'm like, yeah, that's the letter of the law. Like, every indictment carries a mandatory sentence or, or a minimum sentence. So people are supposed to write that out. But I think part of it is like clickbait because people see that and they get like really riled up and they're like, nah, da 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 da. But it's like, no, if you tally all his indictments, like people don't even understand, like some of his indictments are like basic stuff. Like there's a charge for every time he interacted with the cops and lied to them. So like that ends up being like four counts. Like that's not, you know, he's probably not going to go to jail for all four of them, but. You know, ultimately, I don't think he's going to go to jail at all. But what I know, what do you think? Um, I mean, I would hope he has a hell of a lawyer and I hope that the judge, because the, the particular judge is really what could make or break his case. You know, the judge could be like, you know, what? I don't I'm feeling like today we're about to send you to prison. You know what I mean? Or they could just settle on probation and a fine. So, but I'm hoping that he doesn't go to jail because honestly, I don't think that he should. You know, what? I I don't think that he should go for 64 years. If he goes, if he goes, it should be a very minimal sentence. It should be like a a two year some like something. Because here's my reasoning: I I am a believer. I really do feel like more times than not. This justice system likes to make an example out of black people um, for crimes that are very similar, identical to white counterparts, and they get off with nothing. Um, and I, I, you know, people can debate me if they want to, but I really do think that this justice system, time and time again, makes an example out of black people all the time. They drag you through the mud, um, whereas their white counterpart wouldn't have to go through certain things. They wouldn't even be in the situation in the first place because they're, they don't even be in charge with anything. You know what I mean? So I, that's why I'm saying I don't want him to get some severe sentence because I don't think, even though he lied and even, and trust me, you know, even though they're saying he's lying, even though he, the, you know, the evidence that has been presented is showing that he lied about his attack. I don't think it warrants a heavy jail sentence whatsoever. People have done way worse things in this life and haven't even gone to jail for anything. So I hope the judge is more towards the lenient end and says either we're going to make you do probation and community service and you find you and maybe you have to go through some type of system and, you know, something or we'll give you a very low sentence, like a couple years or something like that. Um, that's just my take on it because I don't want to see him go to jail for a long time. I don't think it's necessary. Um, and I think that 
this this whole situation has already been an example. You know, it's already been on display. Like it's already being dragged, and I think that he's already sabotaged his career at this point. So it's like, I don't think we need all that extra, you know, that extra hammer on the situation. To be honest. Mm. I mean, I I can definitely dig that, but like, I think where it comes big for me and like the angle that I want you that I feel like I don't want you to take my point of view but like just explore is that when it if it's a regular crime that's fine like what you said I I would adopt your stance as well but when it's a hate crime like that's the part I have an issue with because you understand how tense the country as a whole is and Absolutely. and then you use that of all things, right? And it's like if a white person had lied and said it was a black two black men that attacked them, they would have gone ham on those people, on those on those black men, and it would have worked so hard to find them. And then like for him to do that, like I feel like he should get like he's basically rev- I'm revoking my support. The support that you get just because you're black, I'm revoking it. Because that's some fucked up shit. Like, you know how, like, there's, like, stuff you have, like, for your family where you're like, nah, it doesn't matter. I don't care what they did. I would, like, ride for them. But then there's, like, one or two things that you're like, nah, you're on your own, bro. And that's where he's at for this one with me. I mean, I agree. Like, his actions were atrocious. Like, I mean, I remember arguing with one of my friends. Like, <laughs> she, <laughs> She had said something along the line. She, uh, I didn't even want to get into it because we had a huge argument. But she was pretty much saying that what he did was a good idea if he had gotten away with it, X, Y, Z. And I, we had this whole argument because I was like, what do you mean a good idea? It was not a good idea. It was a very bad idea. Um, and it, it, it played off of these sensitivities that are surrounding racism, homo, homophobia, everything. And I was like, that was not the way to go. And it's terrible it was a terrible plan a terrible idea um and so i'm not disagreeing with disagreeing with you on that front i'm just saying i don't think that it's something that warrants 10 years in prison is what i'm saying like oh he's never gonna get 10 years you know it doesn't warrant something like that um and I'm just saying, if for some reason it ended up, the judge ended up saying we are sending you to jail for a long time, I would hope it doesn't end like that, you know. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think it's one of those situations where like you can you kind of feel for them a little bit, but you also just like don't ever put yourself in a situation like that. Um, but it's just like, it's, do you know, like, do you know why it's hard for me to even feel remorse? Because it's like the layers, the Good Morning America interview, the the concerts where he was standing in front of thousands of people and he was like, I fought back. And then and I'm like, bruh, okay. Like this whole time I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, if you really went through that, then like props to you, man. But like now I'm like, I don't even know what to believe. But anyways, I hope all the evidence lines up. And if he, I mean, as, as his legal team is claiming that he's innocent, Hopefully he gets off, but if not, 
It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long road because he's definitely like blacklisted himself. Like I don't think anyone's gonna hire him again. Like yeah, at least not any major uh, company. Like you know they don't want to be associated with that. They don't want they don't want yeah. that. So he definitely effed himself up. That's a shitty time. place to be at the beginning of your career too. Exactly. Like he was just. You know, he was getting a climbing the ladder. You know, people were supporting him. He was building his fan base. Now it's like, boom, you're at the bottom. Like, you're at the bottom. No one's going to buy your music anymore. No one's casting you for any roles. Like, what are you going to do? You basically went from, like, having a stance to being up and coming again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dead. Um, All right. So that happened. Um... The other thing that I wanted to kind of br- briefly take a serious moment was, you know, hearts out to everyone that was connected to the, you know, the Ethiopian Airlines flight. Um, couple was it a couple of days ago? Two days ago? Yeah, yeah, it was like two days ago. Or um, so. yeah, it was just. Really heavy. It's very. Place. I mean, it's because um, I've flown Ethiopian Airlines before, and I flew them last I year. I yeah. I mean, was it last year? I it flew was, them last I, December to and from Nigeria. Mine was 2017. I think I flew with them, but I mean, and I don't know whether or not I was, you know, on a plane that was had technical. You know, you never know about these things, and it's like you just pray and hope that you're not in that situation. And it's so sad that every single person just died on that plane, you know? Yeah. Um, and now Boeing has a lot of, a lot of questions to answer because, um, this is the second, what, what's, what's the type of the aircraft? 737? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. 737, eight max, something like that. Um, I'm not a, you know, plain guru or anything um but the fact that it's the second one to crash in six months you know that's that's very serious in the world of technology and and um planes and automobiles and things like that it's like the the threshold for mistakes is very low you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. when you have two uh, aircraft to crash in a span of six months that's very alarming and the same type of aircraft so it's just i think boeing definitely is getting a lot of heat for this and i've been reading that there's a lot of lawsuits pending and everything so you know i don't know what to say about that oh and i read an article that airpiece ordered a lot of the 737s, they ordered a lot of them. I was like, Air Peace, please cancel the order. <laughs> <laughs> cancel it immediately, please. Nigeria, but we already have too much we're dealing with. We don't need planes crashing, please. Like, we don't need... We don't need it. Like, just cancel everything. I mean, I, I you when you sent me that, I was like... <laughs> my mind, I was pissed. I was like, thank God I don't fly Nigeria. <laughs> Why Nigeria scares the shit out of me? <laughs> like, no I mean, shit. Like I'm honestly. so scared. It is huh? scary. It is. I'm never scared. Like I, I think it's just the level know. of incompetence of the whole country that translates to to like flying. <laughs> because like, 
in most countries, even in countries that I don't like, they don't speak English or anything, I've never felt fear or concern at all. Like, I can't remember who, someone that, like, I don't know if it was a sermon or, like, a speech, but the person was, like, it's so interesting how with, like, public transportation, we just, like, automatically trust people. Like, you were getting a bus and you just assume that the driver is going to get you where you need to go. You get on a plane and you never even see the pilot sometimes. And you just trust that they're going to get you where you need to be. But like Nigeria, I don't have trust in any layer of that country except like the people, like some some good people. And like, the food. Even the food gone. <laughs> yeah, the food, there's some places that you go that you'd be like, mm, my mom said I should not eat in some places or this place looks sketch. So like... <laughs> You'd be like, what if somebody has washed something into this food? Um, so, yeah, I think, like, it's just that. But, you know, hearts out to those people, man, and to the families. And, like, videos and and pictures of people that went on it right before, like, are starting to come out. And it's just sad because it's, it's, like, so sad. it's just a lot to, to deal with. Um, but, yeah. Um, oh, so this caused, I mean, this is still a conversation on Twitter right now, but um, what, did you see the the tweet about the woman that says she interviewed someone and somebody complimented her? <laughs> nonsense. It's nonsense. I have nothing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Wait, you know. Honestly, <laughs> people take things too seriously. Like, that's the problem with today's, like, Everything is so serious, like, and it just irritates me. Everything is a problem. Anything someone says or does is a problem, and people just people just want to to be mad just so they can get like sometimes like people just want to say things just to say things so that they can draw attention or make something like a big deal and it's really not. And that situation right there is one of them. I I'm just like. I read it and I was like, really? This is what you're getting upset about? <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think the, the part that was trippy for me was, uh, I, actually, I actually believe that as well. I feel like we, on one hand, people or women or minorities or underrepresented groups have been through so much that I understand why some people are on edge about a lot of things but on the flip side i'm just like please apply your common sense and like be a genuinely good person like Mm -hmm. now the other thing to say is i don't understand the nuance because i wasn't in the room with this person or with this woman and this this man but from the way it was described with limited like extra jara added to from the way she tweeted it yes yeah I'm like, somebody gave you a compliment and, and your first, because like a few layers of that was like, the first was, um, you know, it was like, oh, you are in a position of power, like, and you're taking that as like the person who's interviewing with you or beneath you cannot offer that compliment to you because ask yourself this question, if you were the interviewer and in a meeting with someone that was your peer and they gave you that compliment, would you still feel the same way? Or is it because the guy was seeking a job from you? 
Um, exactly. And to say, oh, you know, it's not, it's an interview. Da, 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 da. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, th- this is actually probably the only reason why I even wanted to speak on this. I interview people every day. Sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm interviewing myself. Like as my day goes along, and I've been in interviews where people have come in, they've complimented my ring, or my shoes. Or whatever, and I don't understand. I understand that I'm a guy, so again, my privilege is there, and it's it's you know it's acknowledged. But like, come on, seriously, like, and then people started like trying to make you know cases for it, like, oh, what if she had been having a bad day? Da-da-da. They don't don't counter transfer that to somebody else. Like, go deal with this shit. Don't try to blame somebody else because of that. Um, you know, it's like, oh, I I spilled my oatmeal this morning, so because a woman complimented me after my interview i was like go fuck yourself like that's <laughs> not that like that's dumb um but you know again i also do understand on the flip side that you know as women you know you're repeatedly objectified you're disrespected in the workplace so there could also be that element but i didn't see that in what she tweeted um right and she didn't offer any other context either you know so it was like we can only go based off what you tweeted and based off what you tweeted it just sounds like he told you that you smell nice and you just you know and i'm just like because i can't imagine i mean of course if it's a situation where you know he was saying things all throughout the the interview you know and it was annoying and it was you know low-key sexual or uncomfortable then i can get why maybe you get mad but if it was maybe like the end of the interview or maybe when they were doing introductions like oh i'm such and such um you know and oh you smell nice you know i don't see why that's something that would automatically trigger you to be so upset you know what i mean it's a compliment it's just like if he had noticed your 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 hair and said, wow, your hair looks really great. Or, you know, maybe you had on a nice suit. You know, that's, that's a great suit. Like, it's a compliment. And sometimes people, when they're interviewing, sometimes they just want to break the ice. Sometimes they're just tra- being really relaxed. And so they felt like they could give you a compliment, you know? And so I just didn't like, from how she tweeted it and from the way she presented it, it just sounded like she overreacted to me, you know? Because it, I mean, it just... A harmless compliment. I don't. I don't understand. I. I even feel like you. You're entitled to feel how you want to feel. But like one of the ones that really like stood with me was the um, what's it called? Was the follow up tweet or someone else was like, if you feel like you're that much in a position of power or authority, and this person is like, in like being natural but like kind of inappropriate like that's a coaching moment right exactly like so i've had people before for like entry phone so some of the entry level positions that i i recruit for i've had people show up with without a resume or i had someone show up and like they kept being on their phone like and then she was like oh he was like oh my babysitter is not something 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 and he kept like being distracted and i was like at the end of the interview, I was like, I understood that something was going on, but like for another place, and maybe it was also because it was a black man, I don't know. But 
I was like, in another environment, somebody would have kicked you out. Like, but I understand something's going on, but at least, like, for that 15, 20, 30 minutes, like, turn your phone off, focus on the, focus on the moment, and, you know, killing your interview, and then worry about that other stuff later. But, like, to feel like that's a moment for you to undress the person, and I, I, I guess that's just how I've always navigated the world, is, like, there always has to be kindness in what you do. Like, yeah. this is, like, not... Oh, yes! Like that's a really tight dress. That's the other thing that really that really stood with me. If it was a compliment about your physical appearance, I would understand you getting mad. Yeah, your smell yeah. is literally not. <laughs> it could have even been air freshener that was smelling on you. <laughs> no, like, and I I actually believe that personally. I'm only speaking for myself. I believe that my scent is like. One of my, one of, if you complimenting my scent, my my smell or whatever, is one of my best compliments because I feel like it's one of the ones that where it's like, I feel very like I got this shit right, like I get yeah, really nice yeah. cologne or whatever. Um, but if somebody had told me like, oh, you know, if it was like telling a woman that, like, oh, your boobs are really like nice in that shirt or something. Like, I'm like, uh, even, even a compliment, like, oh, you have a really nice smile. I would be, I would support her getting mad, but like the whole, like, oh, you smell. And the guy, like you said, the guy waited to the end of his interview on his way out is like, oh, you know, like it could even be like, imagine if it was like an older guy who was married and he's like, oh, maybe like that's something that he would get for his wife or something like I don't know, man. I just feel like this just we don't have to be, you know. Yeah, I, I just think like it just really depends. Like you don't, you know. And I, I think that maybe she thought automatically it was sexual, but I don't, you know. I don't. <laughs> I, don't, you know, like, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. But like <laughs> somebody just texted me and said, "Yeah, nigga, because you spent you spent a thousand dollars on perfume. First of all, you people are rude. I like to smell nice. It's not a crime." Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but I'm reading people's reactions on Twitter, and people are like, oh, why would you tell... No way you should be telling your interviewer you smell nice. It's not appropriate. Um, and it says... What else? It says context matters a lot. Um, but from the way she put it, I didn't read it as rude. You know, all these... But I'm just like, yeah, I, I definitely think the context matters for sure. And I personally don't think that it was something to to be so upset over. I don't know. It I just think like situation. I think I think there's a way to and like I've I've also also said like the the nature of what you're doing is like or the space that you're in is very important, right? And that's one of the things I hate the most about Twitter is like you hardly get full context on what happens, right? But it's say for example, I'm like, I just finished the like sitting in front of a board, um, like you know how like when you're hiring faculty, I don't know if you've ever, like when colleges are hiring like a new like professor or something, they usually have them yeah. sit with like a dean from another department, a few people that like, teach in the same department, and then you interview them. Like if I got off got up at the end of that interview and I was like, oh, I point to, like, Jessica, who's, like, the middle of the group, and I'm like, oh, you smell nice. Like, that's some weird shit. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but if you're in the same space as someone 
it could be anything. It could be like, oh, you're wearing a nice watch. Or, like, it shouldn't, it literally shouldn't be that deep, especially because of what the, this particular situation is talking about. Like, it was not like, again, it wasn't like your physical appearance, like your dress or your 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 tatas or your freaking, your even your voice. It was like, my nigga, like, you, that's some, that's some nice shit. Like, and I, I maybe it's because, Again, I, like I said earlier, I understand that men have navigated the world with a certain kind of privilege. So, if a woman, it's a with, she's well with it. All the thing is this: she's well within her rights to be upset. If if somebody wants to give you a compliment and you want to be mad about it, that's fine. When I train people at my job, I tell them, like for some of our service workers, I tell them, don't compliment nobody, because. That's just license for you to get in trouble, and somebody will just misinterpret your, your compliment, and then it become wahala. Don't right. like just for the sake of like the, your position. Don't you know? You don't don't whatever. But like the same me, I went to an office last week, and somebody was like, "Oh, every time I see Addy, he always dresses really nice, and I love your shoes." Da, da, da. And I'm like, "Oh, thanks." Like, you know, but it's like. If you're, I don't know if it's the power dynamic that made her upset, um, or like, I don't know, because I feel like if you came to my office and I interviewed you and you told me I had a nice office or I had a nice watch or my phone was nice or my interview, my interviewing skills were nice, I don't think I'd be upset. But then again, maybe again, everybody puts emphasis into the thing that's that's choking them the most because. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, I mean, it's cool. Um, all right. Well, today we're going to be talking about deal breakers. Um, we're going to be talking about them in a few different ways. Um, we're going to be talking about professional deal breakers. We're going to be talking about financial, spiritual, emotional, you know, food, any, all of them. Um, so let us know what your deal breakers are. Um, we're going to dive into, we're going to take a very quick break. And then when we come back, um, the lines will be open. First of all, I want to say this. Um, I know we're not at our regular time, but mm-hmm. shout out to the person that told me last week that the number that had been trying to call into the show wasn't working. So I guess I have been announcing that the lines were open and every time people try to call, they couldn't get through. So um, as, an, as an added incentive today to our listeners um i'm thinking of doing a giveaway oh who is listening to the show and is going to be in um california in the next month or in new york so if you are um on behalf of afropolitan we will send you to Either to pick, either to go to the Mr. Easy concert in New York hey. or to the Burner Boy concert in Cali. Hey. So, Alua. let us know. Give us a call. Win the, t- win the tickets for a friend. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and dive right into it because, you know, I got some shit to say. You know you know what the tagline for this episode was? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what do you say? Did you know what the what the tagline for today's episode was? What was the tagline? You you didn't see it on the flyer? 
What was the tagline? Wow. Hold on a oh, yeah, you're so bad. Oh, that's that shit I really don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all I want to say is I just feel like um, there's some... <laughs> That that part was so was so small. I I didn't even look at it when I read. No, I want to say that I have strong feelings about certain things I'm going to say on my deal breakers today. And I also oh want to clear. I can't wait. I can't wait for people to call in. I'm excited because I want to hear you guys deal breakers. I just I just want to say that um my deal breakers are very different from my pet peeves. Some of them overlap, but like they're very separate entities. Um, but <laughs> this is the key part. But when <laughs> if I tell you um, what my deal breaker is and you try to argue with me, I will fight you because mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you making that sound? Because <laughs> I feel like I feel very strongly about these things that trouble my heart. Um, and I don't want people to think that guys, you know, he's traumatized. Long story short, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How are you just gonna out me like that? Like I'm I might be traumatized, but um I feel like I should be allowed um to feel what i feel and to say what i want to say and speak my truth so we're gonna come back and i'm going to say what my deal breakers are in english and not in russian um so don't go anywhere uh mr rance show skinny lounge radio your life your music ah, she got it <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. When I'm through with you, oh, when I'm through with you, oh my God, you will see. You definitely heard him. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You listen to the rant show on Getting Lounge Radio. Your life, your music. Why are you running? Why are you running? I should be kidding.
when I'm sick, you my medicine No way, you know what I invest in Anything or anything for you, baby Yes, I got out too much You say you know they find love, yeah, yeah Well, let me change your mind, cause you're mine, man Let me take you away, away, away Away, away, away Let me take you away, away, away Away, away, away I'ma come make we dance the night away Away, 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 yeah Like I show you, say I want you I only want you only want you, baby, come, let me take you to my world I got a lot of love, show ya Baby, come, let me take you in my world Yeah, I got a lot of love, show ya One time you say I need ya, yeah, oh, I need ya One time you say I need ya, baby, oh, my lead Take a chance, they gon' take your life On the street, I know Ghetto, it's a lot of snakes over there Don't nobody give a fuck over there Police station, can't trust no one yeah. My role models, roll dice for sure From early morning at the battle store You better know how the numbers go Go, 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 go Go, 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 go Started from the street, I know. Street, I know. You don't want to jam me more, put on the bed, or let's go. That's a crime. Just wanna be the fucking greatest. Fuck who the biggest. No, you just a damn body team. I know you go come back if for more. Come back if for more. Come from ghetto, only for ghetto. Die for ghetto. Ghetto. Start for ghetto, speak the ghetto, never forget to 
Everywhere I go, the boys them don't know the girls them look old. I'm just a boy with a reason to live like Pablo. Ghetto, it's a lot of snakes over there. Don't nobody give a fuck over there. Police station can't trust no one there. My roll, my dose, roll dice for sure. From early morning at the bottle store, you better know how the numbers go. You're listening to The Rants on Giddy Lounge Radio with my son, the wordsmith. Keep it locked. Mommy Ranta says so. And we are back. 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 Every time you have to sing, it's really okay. Wow. Are you trying to tell me that my mouth is smelling? Basically. It's smelling. It's smelling very bad. Wow. You're rude. Thanks for your compliments. You're rude. Um, <laughs> welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Over the break, you listened to um, My World um, by DJ Neptune featuring Malik Berry, and you listened to Ghetto featuring Nasty C by Kiss Daniel or Kiz Daniel. I don't know what the hell it's called. It's so Raz. What's the keys? What's the keys? Give me a keys, baby. Um, Give me you know, keys. he's one of those artists that I'm waiting for their like middle of their life or middle of their career like rebrand, where like he's gonna change his name. You know how like Whiskey usually like started off as like you know when he his first few songs he's like it's your boy Wiz. Like now he's like Star Boy. <laughs> he ba- Whiskey barely says Whiskey anymore right he does like <laughs> and like you know he's just morphed um it's like same with david Oak. when he first came out it was like oh bio <laughs> you know, so i'm just hoping that you know kiss daniel finally comes into his his um rebrand at some point and i don't know figures out what he's going to be going by i think he tried the vado thing a, a little bit he before tried, this he album tried, he tried what He's trying to call himself Vado. Uh-uh. What is that? I don't I don't <laughs> freaking know what it stands for. But he yeah. But he, he needs to come up with that. But anyways, um Alright, we're back. And um we're gonna, you know, hop right into it. Um Alright, Wobe, let me ask you this. In a professional space, what are some of your deal breakers? In a professional space, what do you mean in professional space? I mean, at a job, you're at a, you're in a vendor meeting. You don't want people to compliment you. Like, <laughs> what, what, what? Okay, okay, okay. So one thing about me is, I hate um unprofessionalism. So I I'm the kind of person where I pay attention to every aspect, whether it's communication, presentation, the delivery, like just everything. And so I try to maintain professionalism throughout um, the whole process. And so for me, I get really irritated when people don't know how to be professional across you know, at all times, when they're dealing with business, when they're dealing with customers, when they're dealing with clients, when they're dealing with coworkers, 
if you are in a professional setting or you're talking about business, you're talking about work, then it should be professional. And so things like delayed communication. And it's not like delayed communication because something happened, you know, there was a hiccup and there was something that caused this delayed communication, but it's just due to their own their own either laziness or their own nonchalant behavior or whatever, there's delayed communication. I hate that. It's probably one of my, probably the top, like if, if I am dealing with someone and I notice they get into a pattern of delayed communication and there's no real justification for it, I probably might even not do business with you. For example, some of my vendors that I've been talking to in the past, I've stopped, like, I completely stopped. I told them I wasn't interested purely based on the fact that they didn't, they, they didn't know how to communicate. Like, I was like, I can't do it. I don't have the time. Like, my time is precious. I don't understand why it takes you four days to respond to a message. You know, I don't, I don't get it. Um, and you're not offering me any real justification. And it keeps happening. So at this point, we have nothing further to discuss. <laughs> like... I've been in situations where I legit say that. Um, another thing would be in the professional setting. Um, mm, um, time, timeliness, and punctuality. So um, I don't like when people, I don't do the African time. That's one thing about me. I've never been on African time, never been on Nigerian time. If I'm meant to be there by seven o'clock, I will be there by seven o'clock or earlier. The only reason I would be late is for maybe something I couldn't foresee, or you know, there happened to be some huge holdup on the on the highway. And even though I left with enough time, it just was such a delay that I was late. But otherwise, I don't like when people are late. I don't like when people feel like they can take their time, like they're entitled, like everyone's waiting for them. I don't like it. I think those are the, probably the top two that I would, that would really irritate me um, in the workplace. Hmm. Wow. I guess people should be mad at me then because I'm never responding to time. Um, oh, but... I know. I know you don't. Just shut up there. Uh -uh. You will see. You will see so I can't even play with you again. You see how text messages, and it'll be like, "Oh, mm. let me just not respond." It's okay. <laughs> no, my my own issue is, I I really believe that I need to start. This is a sidebar, but I really believe that I need to start like not opening a message until I'm ready to read it. <laughs> that's what I do. I don't do that. But like that I... pisses people off because they see that it's delivered and you're not reading it. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, but it's even worse when like you've read it, you've acknowledged it and you respond the next day or like two days later. Then it's like, well, dang, they read it and they didn't even bother to and to send a response, you know, I guess. Yeah. OK. Um, I think for me in a professional space, uh, some of my deal breakers is probably the biggest one is no, no people of color. In higher positions, um, oh, yeah, so that's a big I work. Thing, yeah. I work in a startup. So one of the things I checked when I was coming on was: Are there people of color in the C level? And if they're not, are there people of color right underneath that level? Um, the next thing I look at very closely is: Are there women in like positions of power? 
Um, and no shade, but like mostly women of color as well. Um, and then, yeah, I would check if they're like safe spaces for employees or minorities or underrepresented groups within the company to express themselves. Um, so like employee resource groups, um, does the, like do, do groups within the company like sort of come together and share ideas, thoughts, feelings, their journey, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, those are the things I'll probably look out for first. Um, if a company doesn't like the thing I want to stress about a deal breaker is like, I'm not going to go there at all. Like, I don't care how much you're paying. I'm not doing it. Um, well, actually, that's a lie. I'm not saying I don't care how much you're paying because <laughs> there's, there's, everybody has a number. There's certain numbers you can pay me that can make me look my... <laughs> It'll make you look the other way. It can make me like, look the harder way. So No problem. <laughs> you just got to put enough zeros. Um, but, yeah, so there's that. Um, yeah, I think, like... Yeah, also just maybe like if I read read up on get, like oh um companies or professional sp- um, people that just don't have empathy for their workers. Um Yeah, that's So a like good one. women don't get like paid sick time or not paid sick time or like maternity time or a certain amount or like mm-hmm. they make it difficult for you. Like if I read that kind of shit in your glass door review, I'm not applying. Straight up. Right. Um, so yeah, professionally, I think those are a few of the ones that I have that are just like, you know, glaring, um, in financial spaces, what you got? You should go first. Tell me, tell me. Okay. So I don't fuck with broke people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) why did you say it like that? Cause I don't. Um, but what if they broke for just a moment? Maybe they're going. And it's not okay. So here's the thing: not having money at a time is not the same as being broke. You mean like people who are like perpetually broke? Like, I I have I don't have a problem with being poor. Like being poor is different from being broke. Like if you're poor, a lot of times it could be generational. You have no control over it. Um, you're kind of born into it and you're working your way out, like, out. But, like, I'm talking of broke people that, like, they want to spend everything they have. They don't take care of, like, you know, their future when it comes to that. Um, yeah. Those people I don't, I don't associate myself with. And we're not going to be <laughs> friends. Like, it's just, it's a wrap. Um, you're like, nah, don't hit me up. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you. Because okay. because this is the thing people don't understand with like broke people. It goes beyond their pockets. It goes into their mentality. It's mentality yep. Like yep. the way they see the world. They want to judge you for everything. They want to like, you know, God forbid you like spend money on something. Like, say for example, recently, right? Um was it was that was like six months ago. I had a friend who was looking to buy something. And mm-hmm. then she told me how much it costs. And for a second, I was like, why would you spend that much money on that? And then right. I thought to myself, I had to like 
mid conversation, I have to check myself. Like, am I saying this because of the fact that I wouldn't put my cash to that, or right. because I don't have the cash to put to that? Um, and being very honest in that conversation with myself, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just kind of uh, you know, just broke people just see the world very differently and they frustrate the hell out of me and you know they're the ones that want to ask you to go to dinner and then not want to pay but anyways um <laughs> so my sub has been dropped claim your sub um <laughs> but yeah that's just you know how i feel um i agree with the bro people thing you know people who have their priorities misplaced and whatnot um what else in the financial space people who how do i want to say this how do i want to say this um dang (laughs) um i don't even know how i'm trying to say that i think i'll have to come back to it because i you know when you're trying to develop a thought in your head but it's not coming to your mouth the way you want it to come Mm mm-hmm so I, I I don't know how to say it right now. I have to circle back to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do you think like you would consider um, like some like if some has somebody ever told you that there was something about you that was a deal breaker for them and they weren't going to like budge or like consider you. I've never had anyone say that to me. Wow. One of the ones that I've gotten was like, um, like a like a woman that was older than me, and was like, I can't date a guy that's younger than me. I see that a lot. Like a lot of women are like, I can't date men that are younger than me. But I'm like, but y'all want to date men that are older than you? <laughs> Doesn't that sound kind of? Uh, unfair wait repeat um, what you said well i've had women and i'm pretty sure there are women that are listening to this right now that would say they could never see themselves dating a guy that's younger than them but my own is not like okay you can't you can't date a guy that's younger than you but y'all want to be with men that are older than you so why is the same not afforded to the men because you guys mature slowly oh like- my god i hate that statement I set you up to say it too. I hate that statement. No, okay, here's that is my not thing. True. I'm not, so, okay, but to actually technically and scientifically, no, it, it is true. Okay, first of all, there have been many studies that show that men develop at a slower rate than oh, women. Oh no, God no. There, look it up, and I'm not saying that they use that for to say that oh you know men are dumber or whatever but biologically women just happen to mature or more times than not mature a little faster than than men and then on top of that I feel like as far as like behavior wise and the way men carry themselves um, again, this is a generalization. There's always outliers and whatnot, but men, when you see them from age 18 
to 30, the type of behavior that they're engaging in um, is just, what's the word I'm looking for? Men don't have the same um, mindset as women when it comes to how they think or how they, one, how they think they should act, two, how they, how they were raised to behave, and three, how society thinks they should behave. So when you look at those factors, women from a very young age, from how we're raised to what we, what society has influenced us to be or become or told us how we should conduct ourselves, um, especially like in an African household, Nigerian household, you just, there's certain ways that parents raise their, their girls and we're raised to be a lot more responsible, raised to be a lot more aware of our behavior and how we carry ourselves and how we move. And I feel like men don't get that same energy a lot of times. And so what you find is that women might be in a certain place in their life and be ready for X, Y, and Z and have a certain mentality. And the men who are the same age as them are not in that same place. And so that's why women will be like, well, I want to date someone who's older than me because what the rationale is, okay, if they're four years older than me, five years older than me, then we can, we're probably closer as far as like where we are in life than a guy who's five years younger than me. You know what I mean? And from experience, I can say that is true. I just feel like I've said this before on this show. I've said this on other platforms. I feel like people that um, mentality of women maturing more than men or older than men is archaic and it's outdated because most of that came into reality because the expectations for women at a younger age were higher than men. This whole idea of like, oh, women are ready to get married sooner than men is bullshit. It's just because they have younger women marrying older men and they groom, in some cases, in especially in African homes, they groom the women to be ready to be married off to these men. So by that standard you seem like you're getting more of the women ready and like than the men because it's just how it shakes out. But in reality, if you actually allow them to experience the world the same, and it's happening because most women are ma- women are marrying later and men are marrying a little bit later, but at a lower, um, what's it called rate than women. So in the next five, 10 years, you will find that they will be about the same age of people available to getting married or like advancing in their careers or whatever. And like the whole thing about maturity, like now should be the same women are like in doing awesome things in their careers and they're putting it before, you know, life goes like marriage or having kids or whatever. And people are seeing now that the standards are the same. And the thing is this, when you interact with certain people, it's important to note that, what are the yardsticks that people are using to measure maturity, right? Are you saying a woman is more mature because she can hold, she can raise a home because her mom made her an early mom to like have to watch her siblings and learn how to cook and be in the kitchen and take care of a man. That doesn't mean she matured faster. That just means you made her like lose out on her, on her youth. So I don't think that, and and the thing is, you make women do that, and historically, they make women 
give up on their youth and they have men be like, oh, you know, sow your loins, enjoy your life, be reckless, be free. And eventually you circle back to come and settle down with a woman who has been, you know, waiting for you or whatever. And that's not fair. So I personally believe that, you know, it's a lot closer than people think. I feel like the things that I used to grade whether women or or men are more mature are very different. And if you use the exact, if you raise them the same way and use the exact same things to look out for those people, you would find that they're actually a lot closer in maturity than, you know. Yeah, I mean, but I still wouldn't like me. I'm 26. There's no way I'm dating a man that's 20 years old. Like, there's there's no way. That's like a that's a, that's an extreme. I'm talking of women that's, who are like really 25. If and don't want to date. Did he want to date a guy that's twenty four? No, like, no, that's not what I'm. That's not what any woman's talking about. Really, yes, talking, I, I kid you no, not. No, it's usually in like a more gap. So when you compare, a lot of women were like, "Oh, I like." Let's say a woman's twenty five, she could easily check for a man that's thirty years old. You know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm saying like I'm not talking about six months difference, one year variations. I'm talking about like substantial four years. No, but- I, I hear you, but I'm telling you that there's women, even on this same Twitter that we're sitting on right now, that won't even date a guy that's the same age as them. Me, I don't mind the same age. I don't mind the same age, but there's I like at 26, I'm mo- I'm not checking for a 23 year old man. I'm just not, you know. So like for me, if he's 25, okay, I can see that, but that's probably the lowest I would go. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm actually glad you you just brought up a good point. What makes him different in that space? Like, what do you think is like the the quality? Okay, the only time that I feel like I could is if he's just meeting everything that I need in my life. Like, I, you know, let's say I meet a 23-year-old, 24-year-old man, and he's just like blowing me away. I'm not going to let the fact that he's younger stop me from dating him. Sure, like, he's a great man. He's checking off all the boxes that I need and want. Perfect. But a lot of times, that's not how this shit works. Like, that's what I was... Okay, okay, so so, so let me... Let, let's... I, I want to, you know, drill down on this. Let me... I'm going to... I hate using myself as an example when it comes to this, but let me use myself as an example. When I graduated undergrad, I was... um. When I got your undergrad, I was 21 when I graduated. Matter of fact, I could have graduated when I was 20. But my last semester, I used to play indoor soccer and collect financial aid. Um, but when I graduated, the person I was I was dating was two and a half years older than me. Okay. Now, when we, we broke up literally that summer, but... Um, the next person I dated after her that I seriously dated for about four months was four, almost five years older than me. The reason why I brought up why, what I asked you, what the things that differentiate them specifically was, we both had bachelor's degrees. Matter of fact, I had finished in December. I was done. I was just chilling. Like I said, I walked in May, but she was just finishing at the end of the summer. So me that is younger than her, significantly younger than her, I finished. And then I happened to get a job before she did. So I, w- I got a job and she was she went back to school to get her master's or whatever. Now, am I supposed to say that because I'm younger by age, 
or with someone that I had been in every single class with, I had been through school with, I should now say to her, or she should not say to me that, oh, you're not there. Like, nigga, like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, we're (laughs) we're in the same place. You're just like, if you were 10 years older than me or 15, there's, like, a difference. But, like, I really believe that when you're in that two or three-year gap, more often than not, you have you're still experiencing a lot of the same shit. And you are like a lot closer in age than you actually think you are. And in the way of thinking, and it's just a ploy to make, you know, for women to just not consider men. That's as I feel. I mean, I definitely get where you're coming from. I definitely get where you're coming from. But, you know, I think what people experience are, is, is very real. I mean, so I think I'm, women's... That's thinking, fair. Everybody's... Oh, yeah, you, you know, got to own that. Women say these things based off of experience. I know I speak off experience. I don't speak off of things I've dreamt up in my mind or what other people are saying. I go based off of experience. I definitely um, hear... I, I, I mean, I want to say this. I hear the women that say that they don't want to be with younger men because the men are not serious, right? Because I think more often than not, those women are looking for something concrete, like leading to marriage or whatever, and the men are just like, hmm, I'm leaving solo. I'm enjoying my life, you know, whatever. Um so I I see that angle as well. I just feel like a lot of times, like some people wouldn't even like consider the initial conversation because they're like, "Oh, you go." Oh, the one that gets me the most is you tell a, a woman that's twenty five and you're twenty four that you're twenty four, and she's like, "Oh, you're such a baby." I'm like, "Sister, are you mad? <laughs> like, you're, you're only you're only nine months older than me. Can you shut up? Like, what the fuck?" Um. <laughs> that really that gets me a lot. No, like I don't do that. That's extreme. Like I wouldn't do all that. But <laughs> it just you know. Um, but anyways, so I mean, in terms of so you've never had anybody tell you that you're okay. That's cool. Um, let's talk about like physical deal breakers. Do you have any physical deal breakers? Mm, so the way they look. The way they look, the way they comport themselves, the way they carry um, themselves. I, uh, damn. I hope someone's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Um, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so for me, teeth are like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I I, I understand. <laughs> like teeth are just—they're really important. Like people don't realize how important teeth are. They will literally make or break your face. You know what I mean? It's the first thing people see when you open your mouth, and it can just go from attractive to unattractive. And so, it's like a person's smile, the 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 state of their teeth is important to me, like very important. Um, and then another thing is physical fitness. So like, I'm not, I'm not asking for someone to be like, act like they just stepped out of men's health with a dripping eight pack. And just like, that's not what I'm talking about. If you have that great, but I just like people who take pride in their physical fitness in their physique. Um, just, I mean, of course it looks good, 
you know, but on top of that, it's just about being healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. So it is important to me. Um, um, it being a deal breaker, it's important. It's very important. I feel like it would become a deal breaker if the person was just plain out lazy. Maybe, maybe people just go through their certain periods where something happens and they're just, you know, it, it just happens. They're just slacking a little bit. It's happened to me. But people who are just lazy, who don't even try to engage in any physical fitness, that would most likely be a, a deal breaker for me. Because I just, I don't like laziness. And I feel like if you're not, like, if you don't even want to try to go to the gym or try to take a 30-minute walk outside, then I don't know. You know, I can't really get with that. Um, and then, um, what else? So teeth, physical fitness. Um um, uh, um, fingernails. Oh my God. Hey, God. I do, men who carry long fingernails, I cannot, I don't understand it. I don't, I just, I don't know. Like, why do you, why is your pinky finger five inches? <laughs> why is your pinky nail five inches long? Why do you have longer nails than me? I don't. And the thing is, it's funny because so many men in Nigeria have long fingernails. And I'd be just like, I'm just like, I can't. I'm like, why is your, it's just unattractive to me. And for some reason it screams, like, I just get different vibes from men who have long fingernails. Like they just real suspect to me, to be honest. Really? And you so... don't, you don't, you don't, that's, a, that's another, like, when we're talking about like just the expectations in the world, that's just one weird one. Because like, why do women get to keep long nails and we don't? Look, okay. Don't ask questions. <laughs> yo that is that is the most nigerian politi- politician thing you have ever said it's like look no, i don't know but, i mean but, honestly, like, though it's just like why like i mean i'm i'm envious of the fact that they're able to grow such long thick nails they'd be beautiful like they're thick but i'm just like why do you have these long nails i just don't understand it. I truly don't understand it. I think it's something I probably never will understand and never be comfortable with. I'm sorry. I just can't get with. And then it's like, what are you going to do with those fingers? So, I mean, not to be X-rated. So when we're having sex, are those the fingers you want to use to enter, to put inside my body? Is that what you want to use? Your I mean, long nails? What if it's also, what if it's someone that's not interested in putting fingers in your body and he just wants to put it on your body? So he'll be scratching me. The way you're scratching him. We scratch each other. Okay. Give and tape. Okay. Bass boost. Bass boost. <laughs> boost boost. <laughs> Let's grab. Let's grab. <laughs> Let's scratch ourselves now. What's all this? <laughs> like, Stop. Girls, we're really thinking that she's sexy. First of all, let me put this out here. Ladies, that shit is not sexy. If you have nails and you scratch my back, you better buy freaking you know moisturizer and put that shit on my back because if sweat's entering my my open cuts and it's painting me ogun will find you kind of nonsense that people be over here like they want to <laughs> let's catch ourselves ah what's all this um wow okay so my physical deal break like i will not even talk to you again like your attraction will go from 100 to zero. Oh, i forgot it's physical does that include body odor why are you just gonna take my thunder? Just That's like, definitely. Oh, I'm sorry. 
sorry. Body odor is number one. Yes, body odor sure. includes your pits, your your nether regions, your lady parts, your your breath. Your breath. <laughs> you are gonzo, gabanzo, gonzo. Never talk to to. I'm never calling you back. Not talking to you again. <laughs> Get the bloody fuck out of this ministry and never return. Um, because that's just no. I I I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't need it. Um, and yeah. So you know, I'm just gonna put that out there. And you know, you know what? Something that's funny. This is a fact. I'm actually gonna put out there. Um, at Nigeria Royale just tweeted because y'all suck at grooming and we don't want micro tears on our clitoris. See, I told you. I told but you. But let me say this. I stand proudly enough to say that I think my space and body is more groomed than most women that I know. And I why feel do, why do you like, say that? First of all, my room is always on point. I feel like this is a thing. I always make my bed every day. I do my laundry every two weeks. I change my sheets every week. I change my pillowcases every other week whenever I really give a shit. I don't usually sleep with my pillows, so I don't care. They're just there for decoration. Um, And I feel like sometimes I'll be on FaceTime or I talk to someone or some of my female friends and their place would just be a mess. And I'm just like... Please, oh, if you're my friend, this doesn't mean that when I call you, you now should not answer the phone, no. But, like, I'm just like, how do you get to tell me that I'm not, you know, groomed? I, that's just not acceptable. Um, but, you know, somebody just said lies. I don't know what lies I'm telling. Like, well, okay, this particular... Let me just say that this particular person that just said lies is a hypocrite because they travel for work all week so they're never in their space so they're not allowed to claim the same discussion as the rest of us some of us are in our spaces every day you you are gone monday through thursday most of the week so get out um but what are my other uh, my other deal breakers women with high-pitched voices <laughs> <laughs> Crying to my fucking They're ears. like, oh my god, Sammy, I Oh you. god, I'm dying. My skin is crawling. Ah stop. No. <laughs> I hate it so much. So much. Um I literally would so, be like, stop you talking. You trying to say that that's not sexy to you? That sexy high pitched voice. <laughs> that is it is the farthest thing from sexy to me. It 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 no. There's no how it can be sexy to me. It's just it just can't. Like no. I'm even trying to like to like accept it in my brain right now and it's not working. Um what else is another physical one? Oh too many tattoos. Mm. Like I'm not it's it's weird. I had to use the word too many. Oh my god, like, yes. Okay, so quantify tattoos are a no. Yeah. Sure. But like I'm not a fan of like just over tattooing your body. I just feel like no, there's not. That's not a thing. We're not accepting that. Okay. I think that's pretty much it for physical ones. Um, everything yeah. I think I'm really cool with. Well, <laughs> I mean, you people on this show, 
know me. Me, I believe strongly that God did not send me to this world to live my life, to go through all the struggles I've gone through to end up with a woman with no yash. So, <laughs> if you have no yash, you're already a deep break. You're a deal that is broken because that's not, deal. Deal that's, that's not the deal. That's not the deal I had with the Lord Jesus Christ. So you know what's funny? When I was younger, I used to t- I used to be like I don't like skinny dudes. Like I don't like I, me. I'm a I'm a thick girl. You know I have body. Like what am I doing with a with a skinny man? Hmm. But Tell it's them. funny as you get older, mm-hmm. some things will just evolve. Ting alain, give them. <laughs> And because I used to be like, oh, I want the Reggie Bush looking type, like running back physique. I need to see arm muscle. I need to see broad shoulders. I need to have thick thighs. Mm. But now I still I still like that type. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> now I've been looking at I've been looking at skinny dudes like, oh, OK, I see you. I see you over there. You know, you're kind of cute, okay? So, <laughs> I I have expanded. I've expanded, and I I just like you know chocolate, sexy men. That's all. So they the still. See, you guys hear that that little one? She just slipped in there. Chocolate. So if you don't fall in there, just. Uh-huh. If you're not chocolate, then hmm, it's all right. Just keep. Somebody moving. told me recently that I don't like lighter-skinned women, which. I don't think that's true. Oh, when I say chocolates, sorry, I don't mean like I'm not discriminating against light skinned men. I like all variations of the chocolates. The chocolate with extra milk, it's all right. It's just <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 milk chocolate. Um, <laughs> all right, so. <sighs> God. Every time I say something on this show, and somebody tries to use my words against me. It just breaks my heart. Like, why would you guys just let me be great? Like, let me just speak my truth and say the shit that comes to my mind. Um, but anyways, so we've talked about professional deal breakers. We've talked about financial ones. We've talked about physical ones. Hmm. Do you have what any about, deal breakers? What? what about emotional ones? Mental ones? Emotional ones, I think I'm I'm just not a deal breaker for me is someone who doesn't know how to communicate the emotions. That is super important to me. Um I think maybe just being like a words guy or being someone who communicates like, you know, through writing and expression, I think yeah, that's one that's just like I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. It just won't work. Um, yeah. That's the that's the one I can think of right now. Um, well, yeah, emotion. And then someone who, like, tries to emotionally manipulate you. I dated a, a woman once who would, like, break up with me multiple times because she knew that I would, like, not stop trying to get her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she told me that years later. So, fuck that. Yeah. Um, and then I think the final one is the ones I tried to like use that like baby, like oh you're being mean to me type mentality to get you to do shit. Like women, most women do that shit. Where it's like, what? What you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. 
I have no idea. It's it's not like you know how they talk about like, um, you know, whenever a woman when a woman woman asks you something right after sex, she's basically cornered you. <laughs> It's, just, it's the same school of thought. Like, some women, you know, will... Um, but, babe, you said you were going to, like... Okay. Okay, never mind. I guess we're not going anymore. <laughs> you said if you're not going to Oh, baby, okay, no, 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 okay, let's go. Come on, get out! If you don't get the fuck. <laughs> so disgusting. I hate that. Um, And if, I, if you do that to me while we're, like, talking, we're not dating. It's like it will. Ne- I will just never. We're not entering a relationship. It will not happen. Because I will be thinking about. I'll be thinking about it every time, and I'll be so annoyed. So, yeah, that's one for me. Interesting, interesting. I mean, the communication for sure. I love when people are able to communicate their feelings, open and honestly, um, and like. At all times, like whether they're happy, whether they're sad, sad. whether they're angry. Because I don't want to be just like, oh, it's only when you're angry or when you're displeased with something. That's when you know how to communicate. I want it to also be when like something's really made you happy or I made you really happy. Like you express that, you know, Um, or like you're really excited about something or um, just different emotions. So uh, that's probably number one. Um, yeah, that's number one. Somebody said to me, somebody just tweeted that while I was talking. I said, <laughs> that was someone, it's Chi Chi, guys. Chi Chi's rude. Um, she tweeted that <laughs> I am talking about g- good communicate. First of all, I want to say this out loud me deciding to not engage in a conversation is still me communicating. If I tell you that I don't want to have this conversation and I step away, it's because I've decided I don't want to communicate. So I think you guys just need to, like, the moment you accept that, it makes life a lot easier. Okay? Um, we understand. What did you say? I said we understand you. Thanks. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... That wait, that's the only one you have. You don't like like cry crybaby men. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's because I, I think I forget to mention these things because I haven't dated crybaby men before. So I'm just like okay, um, yeah, crybaby men. Definitely not. Um, What's that supposed to mean? Can you expand on crybaby men? Because I've cried before, a lot of times actually when I'm in love. Um, no, not like that. Like I, I love men who show an array of emotions. Like I love it, but I don't want someone who is just what's the word I'm looking for. That every they're just so emotionally triggered by every single thing. You know what I mean? Like it's every little thing that makes them so sad, or that they want to cry, or you know. Or there's every little thing that makes them so mad, too, whether they're, they're always yelling or they're... Like, I just don't like people who are just always emotional and don't know how to... And let those emotions, you know, come before effective communication. Or, like, you know, so 
whether that means like you're constantly like you're always crying or like you're always sulking or you're always yelling, you know, whatever, like it just, you know, keep it, learn how to check it, learn how to, you know, apply to certain situations and not other situations. And, you know, but of course, if there's something that happens and you genuinely feel like you want to release, you know, some tears because you're just so happy or, you know, or whatever, then I'm not stopping anyone from doing that. But I just feel like if it's something you're doing all the time, like you're always crying, then, you know, you might have to figure out why that is, why you're always crying. <laughs> Maybe you just being in his life is making him cry. <laughs> um, do you have any like spiritual type deal breakers? I don't. I'm not a super religious person. Um, so, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, this person has to go to church or else I don't, like, I'm not that kind of person. Whether you go to church, whether you don't go to church, that's your business. I may or may, I may or may not go with you. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not like I don't believe in the God or I don't pray, but I, I'm not one who has gotten, um, who spends much time doing like you know things that look things that people think you should be doing in order to call yourself you know a spiritual or you know a, a person who believes in a god like you know so church i'll go if someone invites me or if someone really wants me to go like that's no problem but a lot of times on my own on sundays i i don't go to church i think it's because we were just raised, like, my dad is not a religious person whatsoever. He does not go to church. He actually, <laughs> he feels some type of way about the exploitation that occurs in a lot of churches. Um, and his dad was Muslim. Um, and so he just never really, like, had any deep connection to going to church. Um, and then my mom, she is, she she goes to church. When we were younger, she definitely dragged us to church, like, every Sunday, like, when we were, like, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten. And, like, I enjoyed being in the choir. Like, I was lit in the choir, man. Um, and, but then after, like, age, like, after at one point, she just stopped. She was just like, I mean, you guys can go if you want to go. If you don't want to go, you know, whatever. So it was never, uh, like, a strong influence in our household where it's like, you must go to church, you must go to church. So for me, a guy, if he goes to church, cool. If he doesn't, cool. Um, his religious affiliation, um, that is also not really a deal-breaker to me either, to be honest. Like, because for me, I just care about what people, like, who they are as a human being. Like... That's the number one thing I look at, regardless of whatever religion you you associate with, whether you call yourself a Christian, a Muslim, uh, you know, whatever, a Buddhist. Like I don't I don't care. You know, I just look at what kind of lifestyle do you live? What kind of personality do you have? How do you treat me? How do you treat other people? How do you treat yourself? And that's not necessarily tied to any religion. So um, those are not deal breakers for me. I'm with that. Um, I think... Actually, I think I have some. And I think for some people, their spiritual ones are not necessarily connected to, like, being religious. More like, if your morality is connected to your faith, you mostly want to seek that from the same person you're with, if that makes sense. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, if you think that people are usually good people, and they, if they're Christian, or like you would think that, okay, you want that from a person because um, if, if, you, if that person shares those values with you, then you'd like, you'd make your time together easier or whatnot. Um, but I think for me, um, spiritually, I think like people who just are not atheists. <laughs> Um, because I do, I do believe there's a higher power and I believe that we didn't all just fall here or come from freaking apes. Um, and a hundred, this stupid big bang theory song. Um, I don't think that happened either. So, um, I believe that I need to be with someone who kind of connects to that, um, value, um, and like lives life by a sense of like a, like a deeper moral code. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, what are some deal breakers that you, I mean, what what was I want to ask you about, like some deal breakers you have in like friendships? Um, because I feel like those are different from like how people take those in relationships. We're going to take a break and then when we come back, um, you can go ahead and tell on all your friends, the bad ones. Um, Wait, so, okay, never mind, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't go nowhere. It's the Rant Show. It's getting on radio. We'll be right back. Oh, when I'm through with you, oh my God. You will see. You definitely heard him. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You listen to the Rant Show on Getting Lounge Radio. Your life, your music. Why are you running? Why are you running? I should be kidding. Hello? Egg bombini. Hello? 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 Oh. Hi. This is Sami. Or the wordsmith. Whatever, really. I hope you're enjoying this episode. There's a lot more to come. If you're a first time listener, welcome. And if you're an avid listener, we appreciate you. Please make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and make sure to share with others. And we thank you for all your support. Keep listening, and I hope you keep enjoying. <laughs> Your boy back with the banga. Somebody get the ginger. Am I cover me? Oh, you are the shanu me. Hey, 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 I swear they get all the blessings. Oh, I call a look. Yeah, I swear they're more blessings. Oh, I call a look. Girl, 
Calling me Kiron, mama. I feel too close your body, I do not trump, mama. Baby, give me juice and I won't take a lose, yeah. Erela washe, how bad
know they look the man, look the man, the designer fit the man, look the brand no be China, what fifty grand number and kiss the shower. It's a dumb period. Me and only ever they worry. Cause my god, they provide this money. I'm gonna worry and dash this money. Honey, Toro, Ghanish master confirm. singing this time around over the course of the break you listen to seabed seabed by maestro featuring yc then you listen to feel good by ice prince featuring fino and fouls and then you also listen to confirm um by Pataranking featuring davido um make sure you download subscribe support all the music that good stuff um all right, Wobia. What's up? You have you don't have any deal breakers in your friendships? Mm. And, are they, and are they different from relationship deal breakers? Uh, well, of course, the physical ones, um, I don't really care so much about if you're my friend. Because I'm not, I'm not dating you. So, you know, if you... I mean, I'll still encourage you to, like, if you're not physically active or I'll still encourage you to work out, but I'm not going to stop being your friend because you don't want to go to the gym. Um, teeth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those are your teeth. Like, Even if we're your I friend? I mean, I would, like, I mean, if your teeth are really bad, I would have to let them know, like, sis, like, or your teeth are just, like, they're just not okay. Um but again, like I'm like if maybe they're going through it, like I wouldn't just abandon them because they're like, oh, because you know what, friendship it's a little different. Like these are your like, your friends, like you know, you're not you're not. Like, when you think about your life partner, your husband or your wife, you have different expectations, some things, and like someone who's like your home girl, your homeboy. Um, so like physical things, I can't really say what would be a deal breaker and not a deal breaker. Um, I guess one thing is how they dress, uh, how they carry themselves. Um, and that's even... Because, I mean, I, I definitely feel like how someone dresses or how they carry themselves is a reflection of how, how they feel about themselves and just a reflection of who they are. Um, so, like, 
if you are just dressing some type of crazy way or like it just is super off from what I feel is acceptable dressing, I might not really mess with you like that. Mm. Um, but like for physical, I can't really say anything right now, but for um, <clears throat> the emotional or like the personality um, communication. So that's, that was a big one with, you know, the relationship. It's the same one that I have with my friendships. Um, and I, I'll give a background on that because I have a friend who, um, you know, we, we met like a couple years ago and long story short in the past, like year, in the past year or so, yeah, like a year, her communication is just like terrible. Um, you know, there'd be times when I'll call and there's like no acknowledgement of like, oh, I, I saw your missed phone call. I'll call you back. Or like a text about like, hey, I can't really talk on the phone, but what's up? Or like, you know, months will go by and there'll be like no communication. And then like when you bring it, bring it up to them, they have all types of excuses. I'm busy. I've been busy. Oh, you demand too much of me. When she said that, when she was like, you demand too much of me, I was like, okay, <laughs> let me just, let me just remove myself because <laughs> me will be, I don't demand shit from anybody. Me, my best friend who been best friends for 10 years, we talk like every other week. So I don't demand anything from anyone. So the fact that she said that, I was like, you know what? You just have to know when you it's it's time for you to dismiss yourself. So I have dismissed myself and you know, that's all good. But yeah, communication is definitely a big one. I think I mean I th definitely see all of those. Um for me probably the biggest one is just being unkind to people. Um sometimes it doesn't have to be to me. If I see how you talk about other friends, how you like treat them or you drag them or stuff like that, I would just no. Um or like service workers. A lot of the ones that I see is like how you treat people when you go out to eat and stuff like if I just feel like you're not a kind person inside or you're not displaying kindness, I'm out. Um and oh like friends that get into fights or that that always put me in like compromising positions that's a no-no yeah that. Like, that is a no-no um but yeah okay so some the scenario yeah, I, definitely agree with the, I definitely agree with the whole talking about other people like I, I hate that that's probably one of my top yeah um so the one somebody sent in today or, or yesterday um apparently they saw their their, their not their ex their crush but their crush had really bad body odor. So he <laughs> says, I saw this girl I saw this girl that I've been crushing on for over a year and a half. And the two times I saw her over the course of my trip, she literally smelled like must and sweat. Thing is, Ew. she's absolutely <laughs> beautiful. So what do I do? I have not been able to pick up my phone to call her. Why does this sound like me? Wait, so he's saying the the both times that um, he has seen her, she smelled musty. Mm-hmm. 
I w- uh, the way I'm reading this is that maybe he went on a trip to her city or something, and he saw her twice when he was there, and she was musty. I, you know, I. <laughs> but he still likes like she has a great personality. She's beautiful. It's just her body odor. Yeah. But like that's not something you tell someone. Um, I mean, if he, if he, I, here's how I see it. If he wants to continue, you know, talking to her and getting to know her, I think that he should address it. Um, because my thing is, because he's never going to feel comfortable around her if every time he sees her, he's perceiving a body odor. So just why not? So it's either you just stop talking to her, stop seeing her and just keep it moving. Or if you're going to keep seeing her, just let her know. There's there's polite ways, even though it's awkward. It's always awkward when you have to tell somebody about their physical appearance or about how they smell. But like, just do it in a in a the nicest way possible. And you know, for me personally, I would be happy if someone told me that like I'm smelling. Of course, I might be have initial like embarrassment because it's like, damn, like I'm out here. But like, I'd be grateful at the end because it's like, okay, at least. They checked me, and now I can correct this so I'm not, you know, going other places smelling disgusting. So I think he should just tell her. If he's going to keep talking to her, he should just tell her, like, yo, like, you know, I'm not trying to be mean or whatever, but I just, whenever we hang out, like, I just perceive a certain, like, body odor. Not sure what it is. That is such a hard... See, for someone someone who has said this to women before, that is, like... A, like a terrifying like thing to like, it's just uncomfortable to say it's hella uncomfortable like I said it's, it's super uncomfortable but like if you really like the person and you want to stick around you're just gonna have to have a conversation <laughs> oh. well you heard what Wobia said so she's a woman and she if she's saying that it's okay to say it, then say it brother say it <laughs> <laughs> um all right well i have absolutely enjoyed my time with y'all today as always um and with that that is my cue to um to go and eat me i'm going to go eat a bowl of cereal i haven't i've wow. been dreaming about this bowl of cereal about to be amazing oh god <laughs> I, I guess I should not say what I want to eat then, because now you're making me feel bad. What? What do you want to eat? I'm not definitely not saying it on the show because I know what? some people that are following my weight loss journey will attack me. So <laughs> today there's not going to be some fancy picture of like, um, you know, kale and spinach and shit. Like today this is some shit that I've been craving and I'm going to eat it and I don't care. Um, hey, you have days like that, you know? You just have days like that. Mm, and it's okay. Yeah, I guess. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no judgments here, okay? No judgments. That's all I can say. Um, but, yeah. So, you know, you guys, podcast is going to be up shortly. It's real. Um, so make sure you cop that. Make sure you share with your friends, your family. Um, make sure you have a fabulous week. Keep your head up. Stay out of trouble. Stay away from bad energy, negative people. 
um, and you know, just be great, be great, get your coins. Um, and, and you know what? I'm life. feeling like I feel like next week I really want to shake some tables. You know what I mean? Good. I don't know what kind of table will be I want to shake, oh, but please, you push up us beggar. So not, stay tuned. <laughs> not stay shake tuned. any tables. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll help her shake the tables. So next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. It's been the Rant Show. It's been Kitty Lounge Radio, and we'll be our says. Your life, your music. Good night. <laughs> we hope you just enjoyed this "What the Heck" by production of the Rant Show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Live weekly updates can also be found on our Twitter and Instagram pages. Till next time, stay up.